Welcome to the Few Regrets Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Jolly. Join me every Friday for some good conversation and hot topics that could add value to your life. I hope when you listen, you feel inspired to live a life with fewer regrets. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the Few Regrets Podcast. Happy Friday. I hope you guys are all having a great weekend so far or whenever you're listening to this. Um, Honestly, I am so excited to record today's episode. But first, I have some fun news. We, or I guess me, I don't know. <clears throat> I have hit over 400 listens on my podcast, which is kind of fun. So we're, I'm at like 463. So we're super close to 500, which is so fun. I'm so grateful for all of you listeners out there who are listening to all my podcasts. And um, I do have an Instagram now. So if you aren't following my Instagram, go follow it. It is at Few Regrets Podcast on Instagram. So thank you guys. It's such a kind of a fun little milestone that I'm almost to 500 listens, which is so awesome. Anyways, I hope you guys had a great 4th of July. Um, if you are in the Idaho area, you know that like the Melaleuca Freedom Celebration show is like one of the best fireworks shows in the nation. And it was quite good this year. It was a little chilly, um, but it was still super fun. So I hope you guys had a good 4th of July, spent with your fam or your significant others. Um yeah, I just had a big barbecue with my family, played some Jackbox games and cornhole, and I lost cornhole. Um, My dad and my uncle were on a team, and then me and my cousin were on a team, and they got to, tw- like, they went over 21. Like, if you don't know how to play cornhole, like, you have to get to exactly 21 points in order to win, and they got over 21 three times, and we only got five points the entire game. So they had to restart three times. And so it was just a bad game. Uh, It was rough, but it was so fun still. It was super hot. And then it just decided to turn under like 50 degrees on Saturday. So we were all bundled up in our sweatshirts and blankets at the fireworks show, which was awesome. Anyways, okay, my apartment's coming along pretty well. I have, it's not super empty anymore. I just need to get a rug and hang stuff on my walls. I've got a, you know, I have a big lamp in the corner and I have a coffee table and an end table with all my plants on it and what whatnot. So I'm excited. It's coming together and I'm just, I don't really know how to decorate my walls yet. I think that that's going to take me some time because I'm kind of picky, but I'm going to do like, or I'm going to do like a wall collage or something cute. I don't know yet, but I'm trying to think what, oh, my elbow in my last episode, I, yes, I hyperextended and dislocated my elbow last week, and it's doing much better. I can massage on it, but it still hurts. Um, I think time is going to be my best friend with this, honestly, because I, it's not just something that heals overnight, and I kind of am the most impatient person when it comes to injuries, and I do not have the time or patience to wait for something to heal, which is kind of annoying, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's been really good. Uh, I can't straighten it all the way 
quite yet, but it's getting there. So we're, we're on the recovery road. So anyway, I've been starting to read more. Um, I have gotten a few books that I'm starting to read. Um, and then I got another book from my friend. So if you have any other books that you'd want me to read that you just love, I need some book recommendations. So send them my way. Okay, you guys. So I am excited to talk about today's episode. It's been in the works for a while, but I finally have kind of come up with some things that is worth sharing. And I... So we're going to be talking about how to tell if we're ready for relationships. And this is kind of for my single folk out there, but it is also for my people in a relationship because it also ties into friend relationships and family relationships Um, because all relationships are linked somehow, but yet this is kind of tied into more of a romantic type of relationship. So if you're single or if you're wanting to put yourself out there, this is a great episode for you to listen to today to see if you are ready to pursue someone in a relationship. So I, okay, so I'm going to tell a little bit of a backstory first because like I said, this relationship's been in the work or this episode's been in the works for a while. So I was like, okay, I really want to research this first, kind of put my own self out there to know when I'm ready or when I'm not ready or even kind of just some older experiences that I have. So I, when I was in high school, I didn't date a whole ton. And I think we've talked about this a little bit before. I just never, I just, I never did. I, I wasn't my most confident self. I wasn't very attractive. I just, I didn't have any self-esteem or I didn't feel like I was worthy of anyone's time, which is kind of sad because, you know, we're all worthy of people's time and everyone is worthy of a relationship and love, but you have to love yourself first, right? And I didn't really start you know, caring about how I looked until like a year ago. So back in high school, I was very insecure. I was very hyper aware of what I looked like every day and I wasn't confident in myself and I had a lot of self-esteem issues, but I ended up falling for a guy who kind of was in the same boat as me as well. He wasn't the most confident person on the planet um, and he was a little more on the shy end, which is fine, but I think I I had, depending on the people I was around, I had a more extrovert personality. Um, and then depending who I was around, I had an introvert personality. But for some reason, when I started dating this guy, my intro or my extrovert personality would come out and I felt more dominant in re- the relationship. And I think that's why I fell for him a lot is because I was like, oh my gosh, like he just like we just matched so well and we did for a little bit like it was you know but it was always quiet we were we weren't we didn't have like the deepest of conversations whatever but I learned throughout that relationship now looking back on it kind of during the relationship you don't really know a whole ton until you're out of it but you know I was very codependent and I didn't have my own hobbies 
and I wasted so much of my time trying to become someone for this person when in reality I really hated who I was becoming. Um, and this person is a awesome, awesome person. No hate for them whatsoever. They're amazing people. Um, but I realized while I was in the relationship that I was investing a lot more than the my partner was investing in me. And that was really hard to come to terms with because my parents would be like, dude, this relationship isn't healthy for you. You were like, when he would go and hang out with his friends, I would just lose my mind. I'd be like, oh, I'm, I miss him. I'm jealous. I want to go hang out with them. Like I'd never had any hobbies or really friends to go do things with besides my high school group. But even then I was struggling trying to fit in with them anyways. So I just was so obsessed with my my boyfriend at the time and he was always going out and playing tennis, playing pickleball with his family, with his bros or whatever he was doing. And I was so obsessed with wanting to do that stuff too that I um, kind of became obsessed a little bit. And it led to some really unhealthy habits. Also, I'm so sorry if you guys can hear trucks going by. This road is really busy. So, <laughs> but if you guys can hear trucks, I apologize. It is kind of loud. But I, like I said, I just became obsessed and I kind of started becoming someone to please someone else, which is never the way to go. And I, he ended up leaving on a mission. And like I said, in a couple episodes ago, I kind of waited for him. Like in my mind, we we're like, oh yeah, like I'm waiting for him. But throughout the whole time I was at college and then I was also kind of waiting for someone who didn't want me necessarily, I started to learn that being codependent on someone isn't the best idea. But then I got into another relationship where at this point all my friends who I had been friends with in high school moved away or they were getting married or whatever it was and I really was by myself and I was working at a job that I had I loved my coworkers, but we were never the type of friends to hang out outside of work necessarily. So when I got into this other relationship, it became that same thing where I was so codependent on him and I wanted to be around him 24-7 and I was so obsessed all the time. And it just became super unhealthy for me because I was like, oh my gosh, I, I just want to I just want to be with him all the time. And he would go hang out with his friends and I would just sit in my room and watch a show and I would feel so depressed about everything because I had no friends and I had nothing to do anybody like nothing to do with anyone. So it became that same pattern of thinking and pattern of, oh my gosh, I am just oh, I wish I had stuff to do, right? But I didn't turn myself into someone for him. He loved me for every part of who I was, whereas maybe the other relationship that I was in wasn't that way. And so I felt very healed in the way that I could truly be myself and I didn't have to like all these things for someone else to like me. And that was healing. But it also kind of created bad habits for me in a way that when I would date again, it was, oh my gosh, well, if I don't look this way, then a guy won't like me. So it kind of just... I had turned myself into this person on not even on purpose necessarily, but out of desperation for someone to like me and someone to care about me, but it ended up hurting me in the long run. So I wanted to share that because that was the first step that I needed to change in my life to know that I was not ready to be in a relationship anymore. And maybe that's you, you know, and it's kind of hard to like everyone's different, obviously. So it's 
kind of personal, like, okay, well, do I feel that way? But I can't really emphasize this enough that you have to be okay with being by yourself first before you can be by yourself in a relationship because being by yourself in a relationship is so unbelievably damaging to yourself, to your relationship, to your self-esteem. And it's so important and so healthy to be alone sometimes and to have your own hobbies and to be able to be by yourself when you're in a relationship because you cannot be codependent on your person or things will just not work out. And I have seen that firsthand, you know, in my friends' relationships, in my parents' old relationships and whatever it is. And I saw it when my parents had you know, tons of friends growing up. It was so healthy. We would always get together, but my parents were were able to, you know, go out and do their own hobbies. And, you know, my mom used to play tennis all the time and my dad would go play golf. And we had, and the, you know, and you have these hobbies that you go out and do and you can do them with your significant other as well. But it's so important to go and have things that you can do by yourself that don't include your person because, space and being time alone or spending time alone is so important. So after breaking off a relationship that I was so set on being in forever, (laughs) I realized that I never wanted to do that again. I really never wanted to, you know, be in a place where I felt confused or I wasn't 100% sure So I kind of put in a lot of research of when is a healthy relationship good and when are you ready for that and how to know if you're ready for that. And I have a lot of friends out there who are single or who are wanting to pursue people, but they're just not sure if they're ready, which is great because we get to decide when we're ready for something. And that's awesome. So I read some books. I read some, you know, pages of things in the church or just kind of things that aligned with Jesus's beliefs and God's beliefs and just things that would be appropriate to share today in this episode because I really was so passionate about this and I was actually going to release this episode like a month or two ago, but then I had, excuse me, this experience where I kind of was going through a little bit of a heartache and I was like, you know what, I think I need to go use this experience in this episode as well. So I'm so grateful for that experience because it's even, this episode is just even better now. So um, I wanted to learn the signs like of a healthy relationship. So when I meet the person that I want to meet and spend my life with, then these are the things that I know that I can look for in myself and in them as well. So I think it's super important, you guys, to never compare yourself to other people because you have to show up as yourself and do not let anyone else determine your worth because that is just, we as people are so unique individually and trying to compare ourselves to other people, especially in relationships or group settings is never healthy. And I can finally say that I do that. I can go to situations, I can, you know, make friends with almost anyone now And I do not compare myself whatsoever because every single person is on their own life journey and we are all beautiful people and we don't have to compare ourselves. And that's another important thing. All these things are honestly important things to look for in your future partner or whatever it is because 
you know, you don't want someone who's insecure and constantly comparing themselves to other people. And number two, never talk bad about other people. Um, I often, you know, insecure people will talk poorly about others, you know, to feel comfortable about themselves. And, and that's really sad because, you know, insecure or I guess hurt people hurt people is that, and you know, that's what I've heard. And, and it's the same with insecure people tear down other insecure people and they, like, they, like they attack their insecurities on purpose or they attack their most vulnerable parts of themselves because they're insecure and they're fighting inward battles that maybe no one knows about. But that's something that's really important to look for in people is really looking for that confidence and that and that just open arm type of personality where people will accept everyone and you don't have to talk bad about other people. So and that's one that I it's hard for me to I just was recently in an experience where I was hanging around some people and the first really thing that we talked about when we sat down was them asking me about a friend who, you know, how to fill the relationship and, you know, why it didn't work out. And it was just really frustrating to me. Like, you know what? It doesn't matter. And obviously whatever you're going through is curiosity to know why things didn't work out. And it's not, it's just, you know, you don't have to use your insecurities to tear other people down. And it's hard and it's frustrating. But, you know, I remember in the situation, I was like, you know what? Yeah, it didn't work out, but they're doing great. And I and they're so amazing and they've been working so hard. And, you know, you change the subject of, you know, yeah, they're doing so amazing and not, yeah, it sucked so bad. She's so sad or whatever it is. And it's hard that people will you know, automatically go to drama, but it's it's okay because we have those opportunities to learn and grow to change the conversations in a healthy way. Okay, number three, never abandon plans with friends or people to hang out with the significant other, you know, because anxiously trying to rush by someone's side to keep their attention can come off as desperate. And this one is so important because I so... When I kind of first started getting into the dating scene, it was really hard for me not to go back to that relationship type of tendencies that I had been in for almost two years because I had been constantly with my boyfriend all the time. And when I had when I broken up with him and then I started getting back into this dating scene, I had just went out with this one guy and I just kind of became obsessed with hanging out with him. And he was not really feeling it that much. And I kind of got crazy because I was like, oh, I want to hang out with him all the time. He's so cool, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But never, ever blow off plans for someone else just to keep their attention. Because I think that's so important of dating is keeping the chase alive and kind of just like when someone's like, if you have plans, say like your mom or dad asks you to go to dinner and then this person that you're dating is like, hey, let's go play pickleball tonight and you blow off your parents to go play pickleball, then that automatically puts you in an a, an attention keeping and seeking way and it comes off as desperate. Like if you're like, oh, sorry, I already have plans tonight. They're like, dang it. Like, oh, I really wanted to hang out with this person. And then it keeps the chase alive and you don't come off as desperate or if you're like, oh, I already have plans, but I can see if I can make it work. Like, no, you keep your plans and you don't abandon things that you already had just to keep someone else's attention because it comes off as desperate. And that one's kind of hard because I have a pretty anxious attachment style just from how I was raised. So I love being around people and I love 
just always having something to do. So this was kind of hard when I first started getting back into the dating scene because I was like, oh my gosh, I really just want to be around this person all the time. And we were really compatible. Like we had a lot of stuff in common. It was super easy to talk to him. But I think what happened and like we just stopped talking because I was just kind of like, oh, I want to text him all the time. Oh, I want to send him songs. Blah, blah, blah. So it was just like a learning experience for me that, you know what? Yeah, just because you have plans doesn't mean that you have to cancel them just to hang out with someone. Keep the chase alive, people. Okay, and then this one's kind of important. It's not huge, but I think this is something that um, a lot of people struggle with is rolling with the punches. You know, when plans don't go as planned, you know, you'll stay calm and collected, but you'll also meet the new moments with, um, you know, playfulness and, you know, uh, an open mind. Because a lot of times in a relationship where you're so attached to someone else and plans change or whatever it is, you get so frustrated, you get so mad, and it's hard to embrace the new um, plans coming forward. Um, and I have experiences like that before where I was like, hey, we're going to be doing this or, oh, I remember this is a good experience. It was my senior prom and it was COVID. So uh, my boyfriend's parents decided to throw us a prom and it was literally the best dance I had been to. It was so much fun. And we were going to go paintballing for our day date. And I remember it started snowing that morning, and it was literally almost June, you guys, and it started snowing in Idaho. Are we surprised? Not even at all. But I remember losing my mind, you guys. I was, like, pissed. I was so mad. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so stupid. Like, ugh, like the full-on just freak girl came out in me, and that was so embarrassing because I remember crying that morning to my parents. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's snowing. Like, I just so mad, you know, and my boyfriend didn't give two shizzes that it was snowing, but I was pissed. And it kind of created like a tension in the morning of driving to the day day because I was so mad that it was snowing and I was going to be cold and I didn't want to go play paintball in the freezing cold snow. And it was just like, Emily, like just embrace it. Like it ended up being so much fun and like it didn't matter that it snowed. Was it cold? Yeah, but it was still such a blast. You had so much fun. And being able to roll with punches when plans don't go as expected is so important because that happens all the time, okay? Like, not everything's going to work out the way that we say it's going to work out, whatever it is, you know? But, like, it is, I, it's just, it's important to be able to relax and be chill and not worry so much about what things are like happening and plans changing because, you know, worrying and being anxious like that is extremely unattractive. And I think it's important to recognize in yourself where those things come from. Like, oh, why do I get so frustrated when plans don't go as planned or when people bail or whatever it is? And it's like, okay, well, if that's the case, then let's dive into that a little bit more. Like, where is this frustration coming from? So I think those four things are super important. So it's like, you may be listening and be like, okay, well, how do I get there? How do I become, you know, ready to be in a secure and healthy relationship like that where, you know, you're, you're, I guess I can just go over is you're not comparing yourself, you know, you're never talking bad about people, you're, you never abandon your plans, you know, you roll with the punches, you know, and like, how do you become someone like that? 
And honestly, my biggest advice for this is practice. You know, dating is really scary sometimes and putting yourself out there is really scary, but you know, it is so important to have those experiences and going out and putting yourself out there because the more that you date and the more that you go and have these experiences will end up helping you later down when you're ready to be in a relationship. And I don't always love the saying like, oh, it'll always happen when you least expect it. That can be true because I, you know, when I first started dating again about a year ago, I was I was very, I thought I was like, oh, I'm just going to put myself out there and things are just going to happen. And it and that's not true. And I met, but what was true was I met my friendship or the people that I'm friends with now when I least expected it. And now they're all my best friends. So it's like, yes, I wasn't ready to be in a relationship, but I met friends and then those friends ended up teaching me things. And so I don't always love the saying like, oh, it'll happen when you least expect it in dating because you could be trying so hard and you can be working on yourself and then you can be like, you know what, I'm ready to date and you go out there and you find your someone. But it also goes both ways. So it kind of is just like a 50 for 50% chance. It's like, oh yeah, well, I also met him when I least expected it or I also met her when, you know, whatever. So it's kind of awesome, like just the way that things go. But I think, you know, it's important not to judge people's timeline when they're dating because there's this guy, you know, even now that I I really, really like and he is not ready for a relationship and it sucks because we kind of tried for a second and it didn't work and I was really sad and I'm still kind of healing through that, but he is still one of my best friends and I am just, I, I just, I respect this person so much because I may be in an area of my life where I'm kind of ready to date or I'm ready to put myself out there and find someone for me and this person isn't. And I, it's, it's just it's, – it would be immature on my part to be frustrated with this person because they're not ready to date yet or whatever it is. So I think it's important not to judge each other or where our timeline is or, you know, where – you know, we plan to go in the future when it comes to dating or stuff like that. Um, So, you guys, this was a fun episode to record. I think it's really important to ponder these things, you know, as we're dating or if you're married because these things are in a relationship. um, They're just important. Like, you know, I think it's important to, you know, not be insecure around your family or not talk bad about others while you're in your family or with other friendships and compare yourself to other girls while you're in or boys, I guess, if you're in relationships. But um, it goes all together. But specifically, this was for my how to know if you're ready to, you know, put yourself out there in dating because it's really important to be comfortable and grounded in yourself. And, you know, that's why I love Jesus so much is because he was so comfortable and confident in himself in the most humble way and people were so drawn to him and women were drawn to him not necessarily for the romantic way but because of how just amazing and loving Christ was and you know that's my goal now um, whether you're religious or not is to just be comfortable and humble enough to admit to your mistakes in dating or in your work or in your family life or whatever it is. And and that's why I love Christ so much for that example, like for that exact reason is just how humble he was. And, you know, when you tie it into dating and you tie it into 
relationships, being a humble and Christ-like person is what is most important because that's what we strive to be every day is just a good, kind person. So I challenge you guys to go out and do something kind for someone like I always do. I hope you guys have a beautiful weekend. I have a really exciting podcast episode next week that I'm so excited for you guys to hear. And I have lots of things coming up in the works, so I'm really excited. So stay tuned. Um, go follow my Instagram if you haven't already at Few Regrets Podcast, and I will see you guys next week.